Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 81 of the Draw Play Podcast. That's the sex one. That's totally the sex it's one. The sex 81. one, guys. We're going to get raunchy. What this does that week. position look like? Is that oh. one person who's trying to like weave through their own legs and then another person just kind of like laying like a log over the, the other side it's it's actually what it is is it's it's a top view of two people and then there's a uh like a penis going sideways across the two of them what if the eight are the are two holes and the one has to decide which hole to go into oh man it's it's like a it's it's a it's a choice it is a choice. Ooh. Getting raunchy here on episode 81 of the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Goober Draw Play Dave Rapocio. And with me, as always, is Sam Goober Grezes. Yep, yep. It was proven. Confirmed for Confirmed. Goobers. Confirmed. We don't know what's uh we don't know what's gonna be the the hour long poll uh this time, but we'll get there probably. We'll get there. We'll probably come up with something at like minute fifty five. Yeah, yeah, and then it'll be a five minute poll. You'll have to get on that quick. Mm-hmm. Like immediately. Mm-hmm. So I know you're all listening right now. So obviously get on that right now. Yeah. Actually, maybe what I'll do yeah, is we'll come up, up with something. I'll put the poll up and then we'll announce the poll results at the end of next week. Oh, because this puts too much pressure on us to come up with a joke immediately to give oh, us time. We don't need to do it. If, if it happens, it happens. You know, we, if we don't happens. need to push it. If it happens, it happens. I got my Twitter up. So if it happens, I'm ready, but, you know, we don't need to push anything. You can't force the polls. Nope. You have to just let polls happen. Yep. So this was kind of a, eh, week of football. Uh, I mean, but, eh. but, but was it? But was it? Yeah, I mean, did you see was, the Thursday though. night game, my dude? It was, I mean, like, that the was, game that of the was a good game. so far, yeah. Yeah, but did you see, like, the rest of it? I mean, the Eagles game was fun. I guess. I mean... I mean, I know it started listen, I and know ended Giants strong, fan, but like, but... it's like, no, like, I, I get what you're saying, but it's like two really good pieces of bread with like, yeah, okay, yeah, spoiled sure. nothing, nothing landness in, in the, the middle. middle. Yeah, 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 that's very true. I'm, I'm gonna like look things up because I'm like, it, I watched for the first time, I had like my entire Sunday free, which is really a shame that it was this week. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I just like I I was more enjoying just the experience of being on my couch zoning out to football. It's like, a shame there was that stuff that happened. Yeah, but it wasn't like great. And even like the good games on Sunday were kind of just you know. It, eh, it, it okay. also it also like as a as a whole it only confirmed the stuff we already thought yeah there was we no shake about up. these teams right especially like i i mean i know we'll get into these games more specifically but like the falcons have a lot of shit to figure out uh as do as do the broncos trevor simeon's kind of boom bust and now he's regressing uh i mean the oh the, oh, the one thing that was kind of i don't know if you can call it a surprise uh as such because we all knew the Jaguars' defense was legit, but the fact that they held the Colts, who even like even with Jacoby uh, Brissett, like he Biscuits. hasn't he hasn't looked. I mean, he's looked better than we thought he'd be at the beginning of the season, right? He's looked like a meh. He looked better than Scott Tolzien. Yeah, right. Exactly, and he's playing better than Scott Tolzien would be. 
And the Jaguars just demolishing them. 27-0. And then the Rams, too. The Rams offense is very good. I think this this was very much a week of confirming the suspicions that we all kind of had a, a, like two weeks ago. Even let's, even let's just honor this with um, a little bit of a Radiohead song. Mm-hmm. No surprises. No surprises. Yeah. No surprises. No surprises. No surprise. I can't quite remember how it goes. It's been a long time. So uh, is, is that the one that goes uh, when you were here before? Can look you in the I... eye. The one. The one where it's like uh, I'm no surprises. No surprises. Surprises, please. No surprises, please. I don't know. Radio Very good. Head. Welcome to your. Yeah. Welcome to uh, intentional sounding. Episode radio- eighty-one: Weird sex metaphors and Radiohead. Yes. Just call it that. That's our. That, that's the. That's the title. Sex more. Sex uh, metaphors th- and Radiohead. I think we found it. I think we found it. Which I'm gonna write that down right now. Is best. Sex metaphors, Radiohead, and pull length. Uh, I guess. I guess. So we started about five minutes ago, so it's going to be fifty-five minutes long. Cool. Or fifty minutes. We'll give him fifty. Boom. I just. I just tweeted it. I just tweeted it. It's. It's the poll of the week. Poll <laughs> of the week. Poll Please. Of the week. I told let you us it would know. <laughs> it would. It would. We didn't force it, but it happened. No. No. It just naturally happened. Mm-hmm. In a beautiful way. You know what else naturally happened? Mm-hmm. Carson Palmer died. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's let's get into our, our next no surprise. He never looked right this whole season. He it's... hasn't really looked right for two years. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had that one big year two seasons ago where they were really good and they almost made it to the Super Bowl, but then they didn't. Uh-huh. And he's just been old fart Palmer since. It's it's a shame. It's a shame because, I mean, as someone who has him on my fantasy team, not like to talk about fantasy teams, but it's a good way to like track things like this. Like Larry Fitzgerald, when he's been targeted, has been great. It's not like it was his uh, his play was suffering because the wide receivers suddenly like got the case of of the drops, right? Like Josh Brown's still great. Uh and I mean Larry Fitzgerald's still Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Also Adrian Peterson's still bad. I mean <laughs> not bad, but he is not uh, uh okay. I have a I have an interesting question for you since Please. you're an alcoholic. Yeah. I'm literally We have we have right an Arnold Palmer, which is the classic iced tea and lemonade. Uh-huh. What is a Carson Palmer? Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Like, like I want to say something with bitters in it. Yeah. Because bitter. Get well, it? Yeah. So what if it's just lemonade and bitters in the same, like, proportions as lemonade and iced tea? So one, it costs an exorbitant amount of money. And two... You're not gonna like it. No. Like you're, you, you might won't. think it's like sophisticated and and like, uh, like you know the flavors are so complex because it's so it's so bitter and. Aromatic. Are you gonna be one of those like, guys who like sits there and is just like no one else really likes this drink? Yeah. But I really like it because it's a sophisticated drink. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Just like, like actually, Carson Palmer is good. You're that one guy who can't admit that they're wrong. On R slash NFL. But just insists that actually everyone else is wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Carson Palmer is bad, and don't drink a Carson Palmer because that actually, like, sounds like you'll go into some sort of septic shock if you drink that. If milk stops you from getting osteoporosis, drinking a Carson Palmer <laughs> yeah. gives you osteoporosis. Instantly. Instantly. Usually osteoporosis, like, takes a while to show up. No, this shit touches your lips and you're gone. It's done. Uh, I, do. I always thought Pittsburgh should have, like, somewhere in Pittsburgh should have a gimmick uh, pierogi that has, like, Swiss or something, and it's called, like, the Osteo Pierogi. That's that's really good. I like that a I lot, don't know actually. what, what it would be funny. consists of, you could, but no, you could do it would it. totally be worth it so you could have that on your menu, you the could, Osteo Pierogi. I, I, can, I can see it, and what you do is it's got to – it has to, I guess, be a – like a very expensive menu item but what you do and now i really want one of these is you fill a pierogi with bone marrow Mm. Mm. have you have you ever had like just straight up bone marrow my dude i i can't say i have it's it's really it's like i know it sounds gross it's really really good it's it's kind of like fatty or something it's 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 fatty it's kind of like it's like a pate ish you you get it like spread on like bread is what you do you like spread it on some some bread and then if you are a monster like i am what you do is you get a shot of alcohol so so what they do if if you get it is they serve it to you like in the bone so you got like a, a cross section of bone a bunch of bread maybe some pickles or whatever it's kind of served like a charcuterie plate uh, so you you dig in, you spread it all over the bread, and it's delicious. And then, so there's still like maybe some particulate and grease there that you want to get at because you're a, a hell person. Uh, what you do is you get a shot of liquor, usually whiskey or scotch. You take the bone up to your mouth, and then you pour the shot across the bone and you have one of the most decadent, amazing, alcoholic experiences you'll ever have. So I'm saying that the Osteo Pierogi should be something kind of like that. That sounds like something that would uh, attract a lot of tourists and all the locals would hate that place. Well, it's so, so that's it's like, oh, check out this place in Pittsburgh that makes the craziest drinks. Yeah, yeah, it's and you see it on all like the tourism websites. Just like, wow, you wouldn't believe this. What are the top fifteen places to visit when you're in Pittsburgh? And everyone in Pittsburgh, especially like, the people who uh, live here, are like, what an overrated piece of me? shit. Yeah, like, no, it's true. The thing that the thing that mitigates that somewhat is that I have never. This is something you do yourself. You don't ask for them to serve you a shot in the bone like you just ask for a shot of liquor and then make sure that literally nobody is looking at you do this shameful thing in the middle of a fancy restaurant because what other kind of restaurants serve bone marrow and then you yeah there's no food trucks that serve bone marrow no no you're not the bone bus i mean that's actually a porno probably well 
we I mean we could start the Bone Bus and make millions of dollars because that's a very the good Bone name. Bus. That's a very good name. The I, Bang the Bang Bus people would come after us just <laughs> like you're stealing our stuff. Like no no we're the no, Bone Bus. It's a food we truck. We serve bone marrow. It's food truck. It's a food come truck. on man. You want an osteoporogi? I would love an osteoporogi. I want to talk more about the Rams if if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about this game. More. Why not? I, Let's talk about the Rams. I'm I. I'm so glad that Todd Gurley is like a stud again. I I thought like I saw flashes, right? We all saw flashes. He had a really good rookie year and then he fell off the face of the earth and I'm glad that it's called the Jeff Fisher effect. Right. I'm I'm glad that it was the Jeff Fisher effect, right? And not mm-hmm. that Gurley himself like just regressed insanely. It's it's very it's very nice to see because it always sucks when those exciting running backs, not even like due to injury or whatever, they just have one really good season, then you never hear about them again. You remember I was actually reading like an article on one year wonders, mm-hmm. more or less in the NFL. We might be I looking at name. one this year. Jay Ajay might like might be that. Jay Ajay, I don't. He's doing okay. Right, but like he's not like great. But I don't. I don't know. Sure, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Anyway, I'm going to rattle off a name that you'll remember, but you'll be like, holy shit, I forgot that guy existed. <laughs> I've not heard that name in some time. He was a running back uh-huh. named Steve Slayton. Oh my god. Do you remember I, Steve the, Slayton, here's Sam? The, thing, the name is familiar. The name's really familiar. He was on the Texans. Jesus. He had a really good season. When did he Steve play? Slate. Oh, like 2009-ish? Jesus I think. Christ. He was a starter? Yeah. He was, a, he was like a pretty, pretty big, pretty good running back that one year. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm looking Slayton. at him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he played for West Virginia. Do any of you listeners remember Steve Slayton? He's so I think unless he he's retired now he's in the CFL. Nope, he retired. He retired. He was on he the had Texans. his he had his time in the sun. Uh huh. He had one season in the sun. Got paid. I mean, hey, he he like stretched out that one season into a you know d not like decent for a superstar, but like he was in a football league. Until, like, the end of 2014. That was cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So, so you know, good for you. Good job. Steve, Steve Slayton. Slayton. So, who's, so who's your favorite? Like, I'm trying to think back, like, in my mind. Who's your favorite forgot, like, oh, that guy. That guy. Maybe not just in football, but in, like, sports. In sports? Sports? Yeah, like just like. But see, the problem with forgotten. asking that question is that I've forgotten them. So that's the thing is like I try to have because like I think this is the coolest thing is like these these players who like shine so bright and have these awesome awesome seasons, and everyone's talking right. about them. So here's a name. the fucking planet. Okay. Here's here's a name that I remember, but I'd wager most people outside Giants fans uh-huh. do not remember, and that is Steve Smith. Oh, I remember Steve Smith. Steve Smith, not not you know, 
everyone called him the other Steve Smith. And for like yeah. two or three years, he was Eli's number one target. He mm-hmm. was he was very reliable on third down. He was very kind of a small, shifty dude. Like he won. He was a rookie in the 2007 Super Bowl. He actually made a very important play at, on the final game-winning drive of that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm- it was just the other Steve Smith for a while. <laughs> I, I remember him specifically because you, you had to, when you were uh, playing fantasy football those years, you had to be really careful when you were drafted. To make sure you were selecting yeah. uh, the Panthers Steve Smith Panthers and not one, the yeah. Giants Steve Smith. Right. <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a fucking weird thing about sports. That is like someone could write a book about those players and just like interview them all and be like, hey. It's so like, what are you up to now, huh? You have like a, a car dealership or like... Yeah, what happened to what? those guys? Dancing with the stars? Like what? What's up? What's going on with you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve, That's the stuff. So let's talk about some other stuff. Yeah, let's let's talk about some other games. Uh, rest in peace, Joe Thomas's consecutive snap record yeah that was pretty sad actually that's really sad that was one of my favorite favorite like records in the nfl it's over he hurt his he hurt his arm he's i don't know if he's done for the season i i I think i heard that he was don't quote me on it but i think it's like it's one of the bad kinds of tears yeah so the only good thing about the Browns over the past decade, yeah, um, Shoot. we're sorry. And, that was, yeah, well, I'm sorry. And, well, and it just sucks because Joe Thomas is like a Clevelander, right? He's going to be a Brown for life. And I know that, and he knows, right, that like, I mean, that's, that means he's, what, maybe going to play in one playoff game in his entire career, if that. Oh, man. And I, I don't know. It's just that, like, that's that's one of the small things that just really kind of rips your heart out a little bit. Because everyone loves Joe Thomas. You can't hate you Joe can't Thomas. You can't hate Joe Thomas. He loves his team so much, and he's pretty damn good at football. He's loyal. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's, he's a good dude. And now he's dead. And now he's, and now he's <laughs> fucking dead. Rest even, in peace, Joe Thomas. Couldn't even win the game. What a fucking weird score, by the way. 12 to 9. 12 to 9. Jesus. Nothing but kicks. Nothing and but the kicks. Browns got browned at the end of that uh-huh. in typical Browns uh-huh. fashion. The uh, Tennessee kicker was not having a good day. And he goes for the practice kick right as the two-minute warning happens. So the kick doesn't count. And he shanks that kick. Like, like hardcore shanks that kick. Which would have been the attempt at game winning but uh-huh. because it's a two minute warning and they missed it by a half second he gets a second try and then nails it right down the middle browns are over yep <laughs> browns are over well browns are over you can't, I, I i will say you can't really because they've been over for like a few years <laughs> but yeah oh man i'm starting to wonder how how deep the patience goes on this process i don't i don't know i mean because last year, I think everyone was more or less, all right, yeah, they're going to suck, whatever. They won a game. It got a little uh-huh. tense at the end there. They beat the Chargers. And then this year, I think everyone was still like, all right, so we still expect them to suck. But but you but have to we'll, – we'll there has to, to be an upturn. some sort of improvement, and there really hasn't been. I re- Kaiser has looked 
absolutely shitty. These look horrible. Uh, they've got nothing else behind them. Well, they've already started like all three quarterbacks yeah, on their roster. Yeah, they they put in um who did they put in Corey uh fucking... Cody Kessler. Oh yeah, Cody Kessler. That's right. They put in Cody Kessler last week. That's what. So like Ray and I were watching that uh, game together, and he was like just fucking stunned because I mean Deshaun Kaiser has not obviously not been good at all but but if you're gonna i mean why take him out the game if you're gonna like what does it accomplish to like not trust your quarterback and anything it it actively works against the development of deshaun kaiser to like bench him for you know what what, it was like two series yeah they put him back in yeah you know what it is what it's the fact that Hugh Jackson actually realizes his job is in danger now because the pressure to win actually means something. Yeah, yeah. So this patience that they were so willing to show, uh, it's already wearing thin because you got you got to win once, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to win something. Here's the thing. I'm looking at their schedule right now. I mean, the most winnable game on their schedule. Well... Yeah, no, the most winnable game on their schedule, and it's by far, is next week. They've got a they've got a London game uh, against the Vikings, which well, I mean, I feel like they could beat the Ravens. They haven't played the Ravens twice yet. I guess that's true. But I'm the like, Ravens are kind of shit. Like I feel like yeah, they could no, beat the Ravens, they are not if, a good especially team. if that's the Ravens true. have a a bad day instead of a good day yeah it's i think they could beat the ravens but the ravens again have put like, up a couple goose eggs this season so far haven't they yeah 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 the ravens offense has been absolutely atrocious yeah so there's definitely this potential that i think there are a few games on their schedule the browns could win but when you look at it you're looking you're not looking at any of those games like well they should they should win. yeah exactly you I'm see a like, lot of well they could if things go their way they're not gonna i I do want to kind of go over these games just because like if if people haven't pulled up the schedule so they they got minnesota they're going to detroit where they're i mean they're gonna lose right uh jacksonville is coming into cleveland they've got jacksonville at home but nothing we have seen about jacksonville like jacksonville looks like a good football team I mean, now, I'm d- now, well, we discussed this two weeks ago. That's true. No, that's true. That's true. Week. That's true. This isn't even this week. This isn't even week, yep. Yep. which means the Jaguars will suck. Wait. No, 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 no. That's an odd week. That's no, week odd 11. Weeks. No, odd weeks. No, oh, it's an odd week? It is an odd week. So so that works in their favor. That's week 11, okay. Jacksonville. Uh, I guess the one question I would have would be if Jacksonville has a bye in the next few weeks. Yeah. That would yeah, we make gotta, it the 10th game. We got to, yeah, we got to go over that. I don't, I, I don't remember. I think how we went, went over down. this and I think the Jaguars were, we're actually gonna drop going it to against hit the Cleveland. Yeah. Because they had a bye. So it would be an even week for them. Let it me, would be an even let, game. I can't, I can confirm. So they, they won. They, they killed Indy. So that would mean they've got to buy next week. So that would mean they would lose to Cincinnati, beat the Chargers, lose to Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I guess so. Good. Good job, Browns. You got one win against a team that that does have a very good defense. So. Of course. This also um, implies that 
the bye week doesn't count as a loss for the Jaguars. Yeah. It doesn't count as a game at all yeah. because maybe if the Jaguars did play this weekend, they would actually lose. So and then they'd win against the Bengals. I think it's hard to tell. It's mm-hmm. it's going to continue when if the Jags come back it's not really going to matter what they do against the Bengals because right. we won't know the trend until the game after the Bengals. Game. Right, exactly. As long as they keep Be- it up, like as long as they if they keep beat the-, the Bengals, that means then the loss curse might have been skipped over due to the bye. But if they lose against right. the Bengals, we know that the cur- that the pattern of the season has stayed consistent. Correct. Yes. Very true. If they win, it's it's matter if they win or lose. Mm-hmm. So the game after the Bengals is when we're going to understand whether the Browns will finally get a win against the Jaguars later on. We'll do a four-hour special on the on the implications of that, uh, specifically for uh, Dave's Patreon fans. So make mm-hmm. sure to make sure to subscribe to his Patreon, and we'll, you'll get all those four hours of hot Jacksonville uh, numerology analysis. That's what the people want. It is what the they people want. They want lots of Jaguars statistical mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Did you watch your Bears this weekend? I did. I did. I was surprised because because still, like, so... That was the most Bears-John Fox way to win a football real, game ever. It really ever. was. It really was. And the, the, the thing about Chicago... Well, it's not just Chicago, right? It's any fan. Mitch Trubisky had a dog shit day. He completed... Four passes. He completed four fucking passes. Four passes. That is... He threw what? Like eight? Like 11 or something ridiculous? Uh, yeah, and, and Jordan Howard rushed for 65 yards. Our, our starting, you know, running back rushed for 65 yards. Tariq Cohen had 70 yards, which is good for him. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but <laughs> I... So I I love Cam Newton. I always love Cam Newton. I I have always loved Cam Newton since since he graduated from college. Beforehand, we don't talk about what he did to to my Northwestern Wildcats in the Outback Bowl when he played for Auburn. We don't talk about that. Um, but oh man, I mean, watching those two, it was a fumble recovery. Uh, for six, right on a, on like a lateral, not a lateral, on a toss. Cam Newton just fucked up a toss, and uh, I can't remember if it was uh, Funchess or Benjamin. Uh, there, yeah. but but like so they they just dropped it. the The toss was way behind uh, whoever was supposed to receive it, and a Bears guy just jumped on it and flubbered his way into the end zone. And then the next one was a pick six. And the Panthers couldn't find the end zone. Cam Newton. Nope. Cam Newton had 211 passing yards and 50 rushing yards, which is not a horrible, like, you know. It's not a bad stat line. You can win with that stat line. Numbers-wise, you can win with that stat line. The fact is I mean, if you can win with four completions, you can win with what Cam Newton did. For sure. Well, the the Panthers actually had an off. So here's the thing, right? If this is the, the the Panthers' offense scored exactly as many points as the Bears' offense did, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up that in is. a seventeen to three game. 
I so I don't know oh, if man. I don't know if this means I don't know how much this game tells you about the Bears. I think this game This is an anomaly game. I, I really this, is. I think this game tells you more about the Panthers than the Bears. I think it's like yeah, because Cam Newton made two very, very, very bad win. mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was fluky that the Bears were able to turn them into touchdowns and didn't give the ball back to like the offense. Because if they did, if like yeah, so like if the if the Bears defender, I think it was Danny Trevathan who who picked up the fumble. Uh, if he gets tackled right there, the Bears do not score a touchdown. Are you no, fucking kidding me? No, absolutely yeah. not. If if uh, if whoever got the interception gets tackled right there, if the if the receiver is able to bring him down, of co- of course there is no touchdown on that play. There's probably not a field goal because it was a lo- it was like a long downfield pass. Are you kidding me? No, no way. This was such a fluky win. It really was. It you really you was. can't sustain wins like this. It was fun as hell. Like it was fun as hell to watch. And you know, you, I like the Panthers a lot. I, if you listen to the show, you know this. You, you know, I think they're a very fun team. It was it was nice to watch some fucking just clown ball, and to watch the the worst team win, and for it to be obvious that they were the worst team. It reminds me of this is actually the second game this year that the Bears have been kind of dog shit and still won because the other team somehow fucked up worse. And that would be the Steelers game earlier this year where the Bears tried to fumble the ball away yeah. at the end of the half and still managed to win because the Steelers just couldn't find the end zone against the Bears. Unreal. Unreal. <sighs> Unreal. Unreal. Let's bring it back to the Panthers for a second. Yes, here. please, please. Because I don't know if you caught this news today, but there's some very, very exciting news for the Panthers. I didn't. I, I did not see this new exciting Panthers news. They have required uh, the services of someone that we've always been a big fan of here on the show. And it's going to surprise you, maybe sadden you, oh, maybe yeah. excite you. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I did hear about this. I did hear about this. Please, please The Panthers please, have it. signed someone to their practice squad that we wish nothing but the best for, and that person is none other than our favorite kicker, Roberto Aguayo. Ding, 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 ring that bell. Ring that ring bell one the more bell. time. I, He's not out of a job yet. I'm so, ha- I'm so happy because... Because, one, this, like, never happens, right? And it's funny because the Panthers brought in uh, Young Waiku, who uh, had, like, uh, like a lot of the same problems Aguayo did just in terms of, like, pressure and and all that and kind of couldn't, couldn't get it done. They ended up signing Aguayo, I, and I think not Ku, if, no, I, if I remember they did right. No, they did not bring on Ku. They yeah. signed Aguayo. Um, but, like... This this kind of gives Aguayo a very nice soft reset to whatever yeah. career he's gonna have. Cause like, I mean, when you're on the practice squad, there's no pressure. You're on not you a first you're round literally pick. Just practice. You're just sitting there practicing. You can work out uh, all your nonsense. Nobody has expectations for Roberto anymore. No, no. And if you know if he shows up in the league, either on the Panthers or anywhere else, like, fuck it. Like at this point, he's getting paid to be a kicker. Yeah. Good for you, Roberto. Yeah. Good for you. You go get that paper. There. Well, here's the thing. There. 
I feel like there are going to be a lot of job opportunities for kickers fairly soon, right? Like, this was not a good week for kickers, for most kickers. No, we'll we'll the, say uh, that, most kickers. The Dan Bailey got hurt. Yeah, Dan Bailey got the hurt. Dallas Cowboys. Dan Bailey went down. They had uh, someone else kicking field goals. I forget who it was, there were, but it was someone who's not supposed to be kicking field goals. There were a couple missed extra points, I think. Yeah. There were at least one. I say I say a couple because I think there were more, but I definitely saw one. What excites me about this is now that he's on the Panthers, there's a very off chance, a slim chance that he ends up on the active roster yeah. against the Buccaneers. Ooh, when do they play the Bucks? What week do they play I, the Bucks? I don't know. Let me let me it, see. Like let me see how long how long Aguayo has. Uh, Oh God! If he nails like a fifty-five yarder to last ice the year, game. Aguayo's like one uh, mm. like crowning moment of glory that wasn't a meme was when he beat the Panthers with a game-winning yep. field goal. Yep. Yep. After missing a few earlier in the game, he he redeemed himself at the end of the game. That was his good kicker moment last year. Was beating the Panthers on a kick. So here's here's the interesting thing, uh, Carolina has uh Tampa Bay away next week week 8 they go to they go to Raymond James Stadium but then they play again on Christmas Eve oh my god so so my dude can you fucking imagine on December 24th at 1 p.m. Roberto Aguayo has gritted his way back onto like a starting roster for an NFL team and then in like in the in the drifting snow of Bank of America Stadium he just uh, just arcs a beautiful 55 yarder to win the game i hope it's a super super shitty game where <laughs> it's zero it's it's zero to zero and going into the final four seconds, uh-huh. because it's been snowy and shitty and, bad, and yeah. awful, and cars like, uh, what's his face? Um, Jameis Winston is out. Ryan Fitzpatrick uh-huh. is oh, in because geez. Winston yeah, got because hurt, and Fitzpatrick curse has taken over. Uh, Cam Newton is playing one of his bad Cam Newton weeks, yeah. so he just looks terrible. Everyone just completely sucks. But the Panthers managed to probably penalty their way down <laughs> right. into opposing like field the goal for like a fifty-two, yeah. yeah, like a fifty-two-yard field goal. They got nothing left. It's four seconds. They're like, "All right, fuck it. Send Aguayo on." Aguayo the week before Tanya Hardinged, whoever the Panthers' yes. main kicker yes. is. Yes. Uh. So he comes out there because the other kicker's knee is completely shredded, uh-huh. and he does it. But first, the Bucks ice him, and he misses. Oh man! Oh man! The practice kick misses horribly. It is it is like so far left. But then he gets another shot. Everyone on the Bucks sideline is jeering him. Everyone on the Panthers sideline is oh god damn it! Yeah. It's really coming down to this. Yeah. He's already missed two kicks the whole game because it's zero, to zero, zero to zero, and no one can do anything. But he goes out there and he hits it perfectly, right down the middle. Panthers win, and and that and that, my friends, 
is the true and he retires at that moment yeah yeah because what else do you do what the hell else he do retires. you do he, he takes his cleats off and he drops them on the field and he walks off oh with middle God. fingers oh. middle fingers laid high just like take it take it I- Walks right by the Bucks bench, just like flipping him off the whole time. I don't know if I would watch football anymore. Just because, like, it would all be a disappointment. If if I saw a kicker, like this kicker, if I saw Roberto Aguayo, I, like, ice a game on Christmas Eve, unlace his cleats afterwards, leave them on the field, and then flip off everybody... Like all of the Tampa Bay fans who came to Bank of America Stadium, I don't, I don't know if there would be anything better for me personally. Like my team winning the Super Bowl, the greatest no. moment in football history. They'd make Maybe a thirty for thirty about to it. The butt for, I'd, yes, I'd watch the yes. whole damn thing. What if your whole life, your everything you ever did, built up to a single kick? Yeah, really. <laughs> and then you, and then you Please. fucking do it. What do you do? I don't know. Like, what? Do you, you have to retire. I don't, I don't think you can work anymore. I think you got to no. just spend the rest of your life playing video games, reading books, fishing. That's what he Shoot. deserves. Yeah, it's what you deserve. He deserves man. that final moment of redemption where we all go, okay, Roberto, you're a legend. You've done and it. And then he's gone. And then he's, walks and then off he's gone into, forever. Walks off into the sunset with his birds held high. Perfect. Oh, man. What a Please let ending. this happen. What a perfect ending. What a perfect ending. For a perfect This is the man. world I want to live yes. in. Yes, is, that is that is the best timeline. That is the best timeline. I, I will be watching for it. We we will be having an Aguayo watch. If anything, seriously, keep it locked here because God knows you won't – no one else will be reporting on it. It doesn't mean as much to anyone else as it means to us. We will be on the Roberto Aguayo news on this podcast every week. So if anything happens, keep it locked. God bless you, Roberto Aguayo. God bless. God bless. Godspeed. And may your shoe always be good. I don't know what to say. So to let's uh, let's stop let's stop talking about yeah. things that make us happy, and let's move on to <laughs> a, a make Sam mad. Yeah, I know. Segment. I know. We're, I know we're getting here. I know we're getting there. I don't know which one you're gonna do, but we, you got two. Take your fucking so, pick, um, my dude. Oh, I think you know exactly where yeah, I'm okay. going with this. Yeah. And um, so. The Broncos had a very bad game. They did. they did. And I think it's completely fair to blame literally all of it on Trevor Oh, Simmons. yeah, okay. Very, very, very good. <laughs> very good. Please don't blame uh, C.J. Anderson, who only had 44 yards rushing, or the offensive line. Yeah, no, blame Trevor Simeon, who made, well, a lot of mistakes, but still did pass for 270 yards, more than more than Phillip Rivers did. But, you know, that's fine. Hey, you, you know what? I don't think you could... You no, stack to your advantage when Mitch Trubisky's yeah. out there just winning games <laughs> just winning with games. four completions. <laughs> yeah, say what you want about Trubisky. He, he's a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> Trubisky's got it done. Trubisky wins. You know what Trevor Simeon does it do? He doesn't, he doesn't he win. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. I will. I mean, for I, real though, the Broncos' offense was atrocious. It was. It was god awful. And as as much as like, I will make every excuse to the ends of the earth for Trevor Simeon. I mean, he looked very scared and uncomfortable in the pocket. And like, I want to, I mean, I want to blame the O-line at least partially. The O-line definitely deserves blame because they were, there was a lot of injuries on the O-line. They were starting some uh, pretty, 
pretty bad players they, on there. Yeah, they weren't doing Trevor any favors. No, no. But also at the same time, like Trevor was throwing. Trevor threw like two that I saw like very, very, very bad picks. I and like yeah. and that that's the thing is like I think Collinsworth was calling the game, and I know how much he hate him, right? But but he was like kind of stunned. That Trevor Simeon like threw to the places that he did, and usually they don't do that, right? Usually announcers aren't like, I can't, I can't, I don't know what he was thinking. I, I cannot believe he threw the ball there. I'm not really sure what he saw there. Well, so it wasn't it maybe that. just a bad decision by Trevor. Simeon. Was, That's what I I think like most announcers would say. Yeah, it wasn't even that. It was like I can't believe like what. what like it, it was, it was more incredulous. It was like a step above, like what the fuck yeah, did he just yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely close to that. It was definitely close to that. So, like, yeah, I. This is the second week in a row where where Simeon has looked, you know, not. But he's put up decent numbers. Well, I mean, he has, he has, but I, I think it's, I think it's fair to say that. Uh, that he may be, and, and again, maybe it's the fault of the line. And obviously, I do want like I. It is in my interest, right? I'm I'm rooting for him. I always believe in touchdown, Trevor. Nothing but respect for my president. But at uh, the same time, like it might be fair to reassess our reassessment of him being better than fifty percent of the quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, right? I think like, he's. I think right now we can safely say he's back on the bottom half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, pending more games, but right. Like that's that's. I think that's absolutely fair. I mean, when you're not winning games like Mitch, like Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. What the the Bears are? Yeah, the Bears are. Uh, the Bears have the same amount of wins as the Broncos do. So. Yeah. Yeah. And significantly less pass completions in the process. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a thing, man. It's not how many pass completions you have. It's the quality of the pass completions that you have. Yeah. If you right? throw only four completions, but they're such good completions. People, like, people for, perfect completions. People forget. People forget that when those uh, – that when you dial up, like, a fake punt or, like, a fake kick or a fake, like, PAT – uh, those players, uh, those like uh, those holders and those uh, punters, end the game with perfect quarterback ratings. Mm-hmm. Just saying, people forget that. Yeah. So, put them in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like a one hundred percent receiving rate. Yeah. One hundred percent touchdown throwing yeah, rate. Yeah, like usually, usually it's if it's a fake punt, usually for like forty plus yards. You kidding me? Yeah. Trevor's got a long way to go that's, before he's ever going to match that. That's true. That's true. They might have to. They might have to put him on special teams for a bit and just, just yeah, just demote him. Yeah, for for a stick hot uh, someone else up in that complete area. I don't know. Paxton's <laughs> like hurt, and then they got Brock. Yeah. Well, I want to see Brock again. I, I kind of do too. Oh like, my god, I want to see Brock but, again. But I do. I mean, I miss laughing at him. I miss laughing. I at miss him. laughing. At him. I always wondered if he like came back to the Broncos at the beginning of the year, and John L was just like, "Did you like your year abroad?" <laughs> nice, very good. How was your year abroad? Oh, I I stayed at uh some hostels in Houston for a while, but 
they were kind of rude. And then I went to Cleveland, and it just kind of sucked that I realized maybe I'm not doing the right thing with my life. So I came back came home, back you know. Home. Just I'll, I'll find a good job here in town, and I'll, I'll just kind of live in the basement for the moment until I can, you know, move back out. Oh. Like, I, I, I think I found myself. I'm okay. I Like, I'm humble now. But the sad part is he never moves out of the basement. He never does. He's never going to move out of the basement, huh? You think we'll ever talk about Brock Osweiler the way we talk about Steve Slayton? Uh, you know he, what? No. Is no. he too popular? I don't think so. Is he too much of a joke? I don't think so because because Brock Osweiler will always be legendary in his ability to get teams to pay exorbitant amounts of money to sign him. And I mean that's what – I'm and I'm being serious now. I know that kind of sounds like a, a goof, but it's not. I That is something – that is a skill that he had – that was that, I mean we still remember Matt Flynn for it. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true and it's something that's that's funny and it displays savvy on his part and it makes the rest of the NFL seem very stupid for signing him, which are all things that are fun and good to think about, right? Where whereas like a lot of this league you know, you watch the NFL and there's always that like nagging feeling, you know, in the back of your brain. Watching someone who is bad at his job and consistently bad at his job be able to fool a bunch of rich people into thinking that it it is a very good decision to pay him a lot of money to continue to be bad at his job is fun and funny and good. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. Sports is like one of the few professions where these terrible, terrible employees will still get hired uh-huh. for dumb reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty great. It's true. It's also, I mean, there is that there is that flip side of how, you know, then you get perfectly good quarterbacks who can't get hired for bad reasons. But you know, yeah. Anyway, hashtag bring Brock back. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> BBB, the bring Brock back. Let's talk about the other team that's going to make you sad. Yeah, yeah, let's. let's. Um, talk about a total snoozer of an experience that was Sunday night, uh, the Super Bowl rematch, the much ballyhooed Super Bowl rematch that ended up just kind of being like a routine Patriots just pull away at the end. I was so game. excited to watch this game. I really was. I mean, I don't know if you were. Were, were you? I wasn't because I got exactly what I expected out of it because I am not high on the Falcons at I, all I mean, year. I wasn't either. I was just like, the Patriots are giving up the most receiving yards. And this is the first game of the season where they did not give up 300 yards or more right, passing. Right, right. And that's the thing. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that the, doesn't. Is That's not a damning um, it really is. record of your offensive coordinator when they have pretty much yeah. the exact same situation they had last year. And this is what's coming out of it, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, uh, like based on the eye test, and like Matt Ryan looked okay, Devontae Freeman looked yeah. okay. Like you can look at the stat line. I'm looking at it right now, and I know stats don't tell the whole story, but Julio Jones had almost 100 yards. He had 99 yards on the day, which is great. Matt Ryan threw for 233 and a touchdown. Good, not great, but good. Devontae Julio Jones had a pretty nice touchdown in garbage time. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Uh, Devontae Freeman had like an okay day rushing, but uh, the Fal- or the Patriots didn't rush that well either. I, it, they just like couldn't find the end zone. And I think, I, I mean, I don't know if that's because the Patriots defense kind of locked down in the red zone, but I, I, I don't know. I, I blame the OC. I think. So that- here's the question. Do you think um, it was the OC's fault or do you think that Bill Belichick uh, activated his fog machine <laughs> and completely <laughs> screwed over the Falcons before they had a chance oh, to come back? Yes. Yes, I absolutely do. I, I will say I was watching that game and it was fucking awesome. It was so cool. I, I w- fog is cool. Fog makes things cool. I, I, I remember like I, I started the game cause I, I, I was like doing something else. And then I turned on the game like a bit th- through the first quarter. Uh, and I thought that like, I didn't think something was wrong with the TV. I thought that like, Oh, that's like the camera's fog. Like the camera is all like, you know, fogged up or something. And then they like switched to another angle. And I was like, Oh no, they're like, they're, they're playing this game beyond the wall in game of thrones which is that's fun that's exciting it is it was very dramatic hooray fog yeah fog is cool fog games are great uh did you hear that it totally screwed up the chargers this past this this week no because the all 22 film that they have to study Oh, uh, was kind of crappy because be they horrible. couldn't see half the game. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because all twenty-two film is not made on the best cameras. No. It's it's made on pretty dumpy cameras because usually all you really need to see are the formations and where the people are. You don't need to see details. Well, but so, uh, <laughs> but about that. I mean, when fog comes in, it makes everything super blurry and hard to see. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bit of a problem. So the Chargers apparently had a very difficult time studying the Patriots game film this week. Yeesh. I'm I'm sure they did. Yeah. So genius move by Bill Belichick activating the fog <laughs> machine. The fog I machine. Yeah, I don't think there are any rules in the rulebook that say a fog machine can't play football. Nope. nope. Nope, and that's the the real genius thing is it got them two wins. It got them the win against the Falcons, and it's going to get them the win against the Chargers. Genius. Two for one. Absolutely genius. I can't wait until Foggate definitely becomes a thing, mm-hmm. and then we have a year and a half of litigation <sighs> and nonsense yeah. to ultimately end in nothing. Yep. Yep. Um, I want to talk real quick about like something that surprised me very much, uh, and that's the Monday night game. Okay. I, Why did it surprise you, Sam? Because, because I think that was when I kind of realized that I'm having trouble, like actually having these words come out of my mouth. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I don't, I don't think that's a question really. I, I like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I point. just, I think they look, look, the Giants are terrible. The Eagles are the best. And Donald Trump is president. This is the darkest oh, time. God. Yeah, I like, listen, I'm sorry. Like I know, I know. Right. But I mean, what it's them or who the Rams, maybe. Like, who else would it be? I mean, if the Saints continue their current trend, maybe the Saints. Yeah, After maybe. those first they two look, games, they, they've, they've, pretty, they've, they've they been trending upward. Yeah. They fought back from a, a deficit against Brett Hundley and the Packers this weekend, right, but yeah. they eventually came out to win. Like, 
The Saints, if they continue this trend, they could be a legit contender for the NFC. Mm-hmm. That's but, true. But yeah, I th- I think the Eagles are tier one, and then everyone else is tier two. At least at least at this point, they've I mean, they've looked really scary. They have. And I don't know. What... They just look very competent. That, that's well, and that's just that's true. The competent. the rest of the NFC really has like I mean we've been talking about them like the rest of this podcast right like. The Packers would be up there if their starting quarterback didn't have but a Rogers broken, is dead. Yeah, but Rogers is dead, right? Uh, the the Falcons look wrong. Uh, something's up. This Panthers look broken. Panthers look like the, yeah, they, they're they, the Bucks are shit. The Bucks are shit. The Seahawks, they're very broken on offense. Yeah, I their mean, offense they, is is wrong. Their oof. their defense is like. Is, it's still good. It's still it's still good, but you know it's been, it's been on that steady but slow decline over the past like two years ish. Um, I, Cardinals are done. Yeah, Cardinals are. I mean, we don't even need to talk about. Them. Uh, we don't have to mention the 49ers. No, I don't think so. Right? We don't need to. No, really. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Who else would it be? At the only like. The AFC actually, is a lot more exciting to talk about. With the AFC this, right? is a lot but more like, exciting. Yeah. Honestly, I think the um, NFC East outside the Giants is actually a pretty interesting division. Yeah. The Eagles are the clear front runner, but it looks like da- Dallas is still good enough mm-hmm. and Washington is still good enough that one of those two is probably going to take a wild card. Yep. Probably. I th- I think it'll be Washington. I don't know. I have like this weird faith in Washington I mean, Kirk, that I feel Kirk like they're Cousins being a... dis- disregarded for Washington reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but that's fair. I don't know. I, I was saying they, they have a really scary receiving core. They really they do. do. That That is kind of like, it's sneaky scary because like, Oh, it's like, Oh yeah, no Vernon Davis is 55 years old and can't do anything. But then, you know, he does. Josh Doxson is, a freaking Jamison Crowder. I mean, yeah, well. is that like clam chowder? <laughs> oh wait, he's he's actually making catches. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. So so that's I I don't think you're off base there. We should call him Jamison Tra- uh, Jameson chowder. chowder. Only Jameson only chowder. only if he. I mean, only if he gets traded to New England. Or one of the New York teams. Or one of the New York teams. That's true. You that's know true. the inferior clam chowder. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The weird orange chowder. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. Well, let's be fair. Like, it has to be the the Manhattan clam chowder because if it was in New England, it'd be chowder. Yeah, chowder. Jameson chowder. 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 Jameson chowder. So, who do you think thus far is the best team in the AFC? Because the the previous answer would have been. I the still Chiefs. think it's the Chiefs. I I, I still think yeah, it's the Chiefs. I agree. I definitely agree. I still think the Chiefs are the team to beat, but they don't look quite as unstoppable as they did two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. At the same time, I think that this this specific, like the Thursday night game, I, I'm not. I don't want to call it fluky, right? I don't. But Amari Cooper, who had been all bit absent, like previously this year, had like. A, like well, literally a career did, day. We got to keep in keep in mind that like 
the uh, Chiefs secondary is kind of hurt by injury. Yep. The fact they're missing Eric Berry, and that's a big problem. Yep. That's true for them. That's true. They, but they're still a good team, and also they probably would have won that game if not for like all the nonsense that happened right at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, right. There was that's some the other thing. weird. It's... That that game ended weird. I loved it. I mean, I loved it. Not really having any skin it, in that it game. Great. It was so much yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Sam. Yes. Before we go. Yes. I want. Well, I want to pose a very important question to you. Yes. Which is it? Which is best? No. Actually. Okay. We'll say that right at the end. This is a different question. It was confirmed this week that Justin Timberlake is going to be playing the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh huh. So the question I pose to you is this. Who do you most want to see him expose this time? Well, the answer is Janet Jackson again. But here's no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What we're all I there were so many think pieces about this and about how which is true, Justin Timberlake was a real fucking shit and threw Janet Jackson under the bus after the performance. Yep. Even even though they both knew it was all planned. I mean, it, it was definitely all that, right? So like it it sucks that he did that it was a really shitty thing i think the only way to make it right is for him to bring janet jackson on and they uh they they do what was it sexy back i'm have you naked oh no 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 uh rock your body right yeah it was rock your body uh and then when he says i'm have you naked by the end of the song he doesn't sing it janet jackson sings it and then she pulls off uh, an elaborate cod piece that Justin Timberlake is wearing, and then his balls are out. I think that's the only way to make it right. Yes, his balls. Yep. We have to expose Justin Timberlake. Yep. Now, do we see? Do we see both balls or just one? Just ball? one ball, but like, with but with a weird like sun sunburst jewelry thing on it. Yes, I think ball jewelry. I think that's I think that's what needs to happen. I'm okay with this. I also like. I don't love the pick of Justin Timberlake in general for the Super Bowl. I'm it trying to think seem of like relevant or that relevant at least. No, I he def- they definitely missed the uh his big upswing. Like a few years ago he would have been perfect. Yeah. But now I don't really know who else they could pick though cuz like the one person that I was always like they should pick even though I don't like her was Lady Gaga. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, Lady because Gaga. Because I was, was I, I was sitting there the whole time I'm like she's going to put on a good show for a halftime show. And then they finally picked her. I'm like, okay, now what? I mean, what? why not Why not Kanye? Why not Chance the Rapper? Why not, oh my, like... N- are you, can you imagine Kanye doing yes, a halftime I show? I would love it. Oh my it goodness. Be, it would be fucking amazing. It would be fucking amazing. <sighs> and do Beyonce again. They've already done Beyonce twice, That's true. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, do I, I, I don't need more Beyonce. Fair. I'm trying to think of who would be the most milk toast option that they could possibly go old with. play again <laughs> again oh well no the real again. most milk toast would be they get like ed sheeran oh which which, which was possible like i didn't even think about that yeah. but they could have done it they absolutely could have done it i'm surprised they haven't gotten taylor swift yet yeah yeah it's true that, that's another that's another big uh pop name mm-hmm. that i wouldn't be surprised to see pop up in the next couple football seasons yeah, maybe well, especially two years from now because she's just come back out with the new album looks bad which is it's, <laughs> it's bad really and bad everyone's and like what is this is she going through her emo phase or something yeah, i assume about, that about i heard the first song i'm like this song sucks and then i'm done hey hey dave i'm sorry 
the old the old Sam can't come to the phone right now because he's dead. Remember? Oh, that's remember, some great lyric writing. Remember when writing. she says that in the song, and it's in a it's in an interlude where it's like it's her answering machine, and it's. I will say I do I do really love that. It's very ironic, like because it's really stupid. It's not cool at all. It's not as cool as she thinks it is, but it is so stupid that I I do love that a little bit. I would go apeshit if they announced Carly Rae Jepsen though. I know. I just want to make like a Sam show, <laughs> or just like everything you like happens over there yeah, it can be so the rest of us can so, move yeah, on with exactly. our life so like so like y'all don't have to deal with it listen i'm down for that i'm down for that Make... so it's it's like carly ray jepsen dressed up as a pokemon yeah, yeah. chilling with trevor simeon uh-huh. in a northwestern wildcats right yeah in uniform not the, not broncos. the broncos one you know people come to people come to northwestern games in simeon uh broncos jerseys we always try and spot. There's usually at least two in the crowd. It's pretty fucking wild. Do you, do, I'm a, there's a lot of people who go to U of O games in Titans Mariota jerseys. That, that's fair. That's more I relevant. see a lot of Titans jerseys out here in Oregon, and they're all number eight. Yeah. All of yeah, them. Yeah, that's fair. Every single Titans jersey I've ever seen out here has been Mariota. That's, I don't know. I mean, that that's that makes more it's sense It's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. It's perfectly acceptable. Sam, do you I want you to know something. Yes. 113 I votes. saw I saw I saw this and I can't believe I can't believe it was it wasn't more lopsided. Yes. I'm genuinely shocked that 27% of people actually thought Radiohead was better than Sex Metaphor. Yeah, jeez. What? That's that's like out of, out of that 113, that's a lot of that's, people that's with 30? really questionable opinions. Really? Radiohead's good. I mean, but better than sex metaphors? That, that means you can't say nice. Like, yeah. that, that means all of those 60, that's, that good, good 69 You can't laugh at gone. 69 at all anymore. Yeah. You can't, you can't giggle at, like, the word penetration anymore. Yeah, I, listen, man, if, if, if this was like, would you rather... Radio had not exist or never be able to do sex metaphors. I, I there's, there's a clear no winner here, sure. like, and it's I would sex not metaphors. hesitate. I would like, please, please, do not keep me from my good sixty nine. There jokes. are always other good um, weird musicians who sing about depressing yes. things. Yes, there are only sex metaphors. Seventy three percent to twenty seven percent, unbelievable. 113 votes, and those are the final results. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who participated. Yeah, yes. We appreciate it, even um, the people who were wrong. Even the people who chose Radiohead, um, I'm glad you like Radiohead. I I don't really listen to them anymore, but I, I liked them for a while. They're great. Um, they're great. I mean, they're, they're a fine band. They're just not sex metaphors. Very true. Very, very true. With that, Sam, yes. how can we follow you? Can you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-E-S-E-S-E-S-E-S. 
on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. I stream every Wednesday. And also, uh, State Your Case, the other podcast I do that Dave was on that one time and he's going to be on soon. It's now on Google Play and Stitcher as, as well as iTunes. So, uh, so look that up if you like the sound of my voice i guess and definitely give sam a follow because he's probably going to be the one uh activating all these dumb polls every week oh yeah sure yeah that's the thing i'll yeah. be retweeting them because i'm way more popular than that's he is true. you deserve but it. still he deserves a follow because he's been loyal to me this whole time Aww. thanks my i'm dude. draw play dave you can find me on twitter at draw play dave you can find me on Facebook at the Draw Play Comic. You can find me on Instagram at Draw Play Dave, on Patreon, and of course at thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.